Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass. Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. They'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very much. <laughs> where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah, working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new week, brand new uh, environment, or may I say our second home. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. You guys going to hit it now? I know they'll be hitting it a lot. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Loving it. We're live from the stage bar, your number one destination for live sports here in Calgary's entertainment destination. The, The Moose is with me, Darren Moose DuPont. We got in here on Sunday. It is a brand new weekend. It's our first show of three weeks here at this lovely, luxurious casino, resorting casino. And what you don't know, you folks, and and you will probably by tomorrow, we have a real Jimmy Kimmel, Letterman thing going on here. Darren is on a couch. Yeah. Very comfortable over there. Yes. And it looks really cool. I think it looks awesome. For the people here, it looks awesome. They can't see it on TV. But that's going to change. Yeah, we're working on that. So uh, we're, we're working on making sure you can see more of what we're, what we're doing here because it looks so cool. I see the comments are coming in from our viewers, so just hang on. We'll get to you. Thanks for joining us on Game Plus Television on the radio in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta on WQEE, YouTube, and wherever you're joining us, maybe your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. I hope you're ready to have some fun coming up on the program today. The voice of the Calgary Stampeders, iconic Calgary broadcaster Mark Stephen. From CHQR 770 Radio, Calgary will be with us. And Ron McLean, the ageless Ron McLean, an original Alberta guy yeah. from Red Deer, Alberta. Ron McLean's going to be with us from Hockey Night in Canada in hour two. So we don't have a lot of time. I see our Kevin the Mediums chimed in. Howdy, Kevin. Welcome. He's up there in Airdrie. Hope to see you this week. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And... How about that? Oh, dang. We'll stop, we'll stop Mickey Mouse and then get into the actual topics here. And I closed the window as I was getting ready. It's still like the first day of school in a lot of ways. What did you say? Yeah. Like, this the start of the regular season? It, it, no, I said uh, off-season's over. Right. Because we were rolling in. It felt like we were rolling into the training camp facility, and the break was over, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we are. And so we're going to open with what, if you saw the, um, what do you call it, the key or whatever, Monday overreactions. And this could include the... The National Hockey League, the National Football League, the Canadian Football League, Major League Baseball, college football, whatever you want. Because what a weekend it was. I had to kind of step back. I called a junior hockey game in Assiniboia, Saskatchewan, my home province, in a brand new facility and a brand new radio station. That was very exciting. In a way, I had to kind of step back from everything that was going on in sports because it was a lot. So we'll break from the format a little bit here. In our quick six show topics, I have... National Hockey League from the weekend. Number two, week six NFL best games. I'm not sure what they were, the best games. I know what they weren't, and it was the Dallas Cowboys getting their ass handed to them Sunday night in primetime in Philadelphia. We won't go there 
CFL Week 19, Major League Baseball playoffs, because we're going to a fifth and deciding game today in that American League Division Series, college football. So we'll get to all of that. But the overreactions, like there are a lot. Like, for instance, the Calgary Flames are 2-0. and Are they the best team in the NHL? Yes. That might be an overreaction. The Vancouver Canucks are winless. Are they who we thought they were? Also, yes. <laughs> um... It's Tom Brady dumb. Done, not dumb. Done. I see the viewers, Don, our Navy fan, writing in about Tom losing it on his offensive line. Tom's been losing it forever. We've all been watching him for 23 years, however many years it is, but he, there does seem to be an edge to him. Yeah. But I don't think that he's lost it. People are saying, like, lost his edge. Clearly not. Um, what else? I, you had the best take. You said... Dane Evans of the Hamilton Tiger Cats looked like Tom Brady in the last minute of the game here in Calgary on Friday night. And I was listening to Mark Stephen call it as I was driving to Medicine Hat. Calgary Stampeders thought they had the game in the bag in the CFL on Friday. And then Dane Evans, Hamilton's quarterback, looked like Tom Brady. Thump, 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 down the field, into the end zone. Boom, game over. See you later. What? Like Mark Stephen was literally like, what just happened here? Yeah. I know, and we were talking about that on the show Friday, like 15 years since they beat Calgary in Calgary. The Stamps are 39-9. and Yeah. I said Danny McManus was the quarterback last time it happened, and sure enough, Dane Evans. Like, this is a Hamilton team. If they win some games down the stretch and pull it together, they could make some noise and could be back in a great cup before you know it. Well, it's... It could be going that way. So the text line's open, 902-518-3033. What is the overreaction or take that you heard coming out of the weekend that may or may not be right? Because there are a lot. And uh, to be honest, I'm excited. I just, it feels like home in a lot of ways, at the very least, a second home to come back to Calgary. I'm going to the Flames game with my friend Tammy Tuesday night, the Flames and the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas 3-0, Flames 2-0. I talked to a guy from Vegas this morning. Guess what? All's good in Vegas. We're 3-0. and It was a good move, I guess, to fire Peter DeBoer. Like, there, you got a win or you're out the door. Yeah, and in short order, too. And I think they're doing yeah. some unconventional things. Like, Logan Thompson play, started the first two games, and they were back-to-back nights. I'm like, is that the first goaltender to play in back-to-back nights in the NHL in the last five or six years? But he's winning. They're pulling the right string. So all is good for now. They still do it. Um, play back-to-back, some teams, the ones that don't fall prey to analytics and they're not not hipsters, you know what I mean? They know the guys can play back-to-back and go. And Vegas is one of those teams. So Jeff, the Stams fan, writes in, says the Ticats are a real threat. Dougal Cameron, Stams fan, says, welcome back to Calgary, Rod. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I just love being here. Uh, Jeff in Saratoga, New York says, Greetings to the Rod Squad from rainy Saratoga. Jets win, Al's win, and clinch a playoff berth. It's Victory Monday, baby. See, that's the thing. And uh, from Todd Pinckney, one of our P1 viewers, says, Isn't it ironic? You're in the Eagle Casino, and the Eagles are 6-0. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Using the Peter Marlon. Jenna in Southern California checking in. She says, Sunday night football made me mad. And that's the point. It was not, from a sports perspective, the greatest weekend for me. The Bucks lost. The Dolphins lost. The Cowboys lost. What else is there? Alabama lost. Alabama lost, which reminds me, Tennessee has worked its way into, I think, they're the third in the rankings. Yeah. Okay, we'll get on, we'll get on track. I guess that was my point. Those are the overreactions. Where are we? Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. And now would be a good time to come up with our poll question for Capital Audubon Universal Collision Center. If you don't like it, it's on me because I came up with it. Who is the best 3-3 and NFC team? Because there's a pot full of them. There's the Green Bay Packers are three and three. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are three and three. The San Francisco 49ers are three and three. The LA Rams are three and three. And those are the four in our poll. But our listeners in Atlanta are going, what about us? What about the Falcons? We beat the 49ers. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be winning. Didn't anybody tell you that? You're not going anywhere with Marcus Mariota. 
So I voted for Tampa Bay as the best three and three team out of that handful. How would you answer that? It's a great question. I'm going to vote San Francisco right now. I yeah. think I think they're the best of the bunch. I think Green Bay is lost. I don't think any of their units are playing well. Rams are good. Tampa's good. But I, I, the poll question, you're right. When people say Atlanta, that's a surprise. They're happy to be 3-3. Three and three. All these teams that you mentioned are disappointed to be 3-3. Three and three. So yeah. of these teams that are kind of having a rough start, who's the best? And they're all pretty good. And who would have thought they'd be here? I think producer Clark would even agree. He is the Falcons fan of the house. We didn't think they'd win three games all year. Yeah. Bingo! And now they're 3-3. Three and three. It's like... Back off, guys. Start losing some games. Because, again, you want Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Marcus Mariota isn't a franchise quarterback, but he's playing like it. You know? He is. And Arthur Smith is pulling the right strings. I mean, we were disappointed to lose him in Tennessee because he was such a good offensive coordinator and had so much chemistry with Ryan Tannehill. Well, he's found it with Marcus Mariota. He's not throwing for a lot, but I think he was like 13 of 14. Didn't throw much. 130 yards, but he re- throwed two touchdown passes, ran for another one. They're just doing all the little things right and winning football yeah. games. Yeah, and put it on Arthur Smith, their coach. Yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, by the way, you CFL fans, just hang on. Monster CFL segment coming up for the next couple segments when Mark Steven joins us down here at Gray Eagle, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. And we'll talk about the NHL Pacific Division too. How about the Winnipeg Jets? I was thinking, who is the best unbeaten team in the NHL? But it's too early for that. Mm-hmm. The Jets are 1-0. The Flames are 2-0. The Golden Knights are 3-0. The Florida Panthers are 2-0. It's too early. There's too many unbeaten teams. No, but I did bring my Jets windbreaker for this trip. Winnipeg Jets? So I'll pull it on Good at for some you. point. Uh, first, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan. We going there today? Absolutely. Edo Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. Hello to all my friends in Florida that are watching that say they love this show. It's cold up here, so be happy that you are where you are. It's great here, but it's cold. It was minus 7 the other day when I woke up. Yeah. What the hell? Point four, Garrett Cole pitched seven solid innings in uh, for New York, and Harrison Bader hit a two-run homer as the Yankees saved their season and forced a decisive fifth game in the American League Division Series with a 4-2 win Sunday over Cleveland. New York's $324 million man, Cole, allowed two runs and struck out eight in beating the Guardians. New York will start game two loser Jamison Talon tonight in the winner-take-all game at dun, 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 Yankee Stadium. Point five, and I want, before you get out of here, and we've got five minutes left for you in this segment, which in TV time is an eternity. Point five, Tennessee has moved to number three in the Associated Press college football poll behind number one, Georgia. Shout out, Bulldogs. And number two, OSU. It comes after the Vols knocked off Alabama Saturday, one of five unbeaten teams to fall during a wild weekend in college football. My Crimson Tide dropped three to number six in the poll and swap places with the Volunteers after Tennessee kicked a field goal as time expired Saturday. I was kind of out. I was focused on my broadcast of the hockey game I was doing. My phone was going off from all over university, football in Canada, the States. People wanted to talk about it. I'd have an afternoon nap, man. I'm old. (laughs) But you had a very eloquent, you thought that walk-off field goal in Knoxville was like something of magic. Yeah. Movies are made of. It really was. Peyton Manning was in the house. You could feel something in the air. College game day, the whole deal. And, you know, that moment it will go down as one of the greatest sporting moments of the year. And, you know, that feeling, I, I was getting emotional watching it. All the fans rushing the yeah. field, the goalposts getting taken away. Like, that for them is at par, like, without a doubt, with the 2013 Great Cup for people in Regina. It'll go down to the emotions that will be felt at this year's Great Cup for the winning team or at the Super Bowl. It was one of those iconic moments uh, in sports, and it was really cool for the for the volunteers and those people in Knoxville, man. That was really fun to watch. It's really exciting to be back in Canada, be in Calgary and in Saskatchewan on the weekend. But I can tell you this. If you saw, if you weren't watching the Tennessee-Alabama game, you at least saw the highlights in all the sports networks. 100,000 people. Knoxville, Tennessee. Orange fireworks going off the top of the stadium for a regular season game. You're sitting there going, what, what is this? What am I watching? And down in South Florida, I'm part of that. And it's so much fun. Yeah. It's just fun. Is this business supposed to be fun? Fun. You know? Fun. And that's fun. And we're having fun. By the way, welcome back, Manscaped. Support for the RP Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. 
Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code RPSHOW20 at manscaped.com. Order it now. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls they've trimmed. <laughs> How about and that? here's the thing. They shipped the latest performance package here, right? From what I they understand. They shipped it? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't. I don't need it, bro. I still have my last one. It's working like a charm. Yeah. The one with the headlight on it. And the, uh, what do you call it on a combine? The header, <laughs> the the header. header on yeah. it. It's still working like a charm. They sent me a new one. Well, yeah, but it looks like the box. I got the box up in my room. We're gonna, we'll unbox it tomorrow. Okay. So I'll bring it down for you. It looks bigger, though. So I think there's, there, there must be more in there than just the trimmer. So Listen, it'll change your life. 60% of our viewers are men, and it's not like women don't groom themselves, too, I would hope. So they could use it, too. Why is this just for men? But anyways, <laughs> Manscaped, promotional consideration for this show brought to you by them. So order it now and get 20% off on free shipping at rpshow20 at manscaped.com. And I want to mention my sixth point. We've got junior hockey talk coming up later in the show. Canadian Premier League. The playoffs opened on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So the Cavalry here in Calgary tied Hamilton Forge 1-1. That was Saturday, right, Mark? And then uh, in the other game, Ottawa Atletico beat Pacific. That's from Victoria 1-0. Those were game ones. Game twos next weekend in Hamilton and Ottawa. So some love for the Canadian Premier League. Moose, I'll see you a little later on, okay? Sounds good. Nice setup here. I like it. I do too. It is a Jimmy Kimmel setup. You'll see it later on this week, just not today. The voice of the Stampeders, Mark Steven, joins us live next at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're live at the Stage Bar. Your number one source for game day live sports is the Stage Bar. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, of course, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Landmark Cinema's Extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
Settle in, everybody, and uh, fill up your coffee. Thanks for joining us today. Good afternoon to our Eastern viewers. Good morning to those of us out here in the West. We're back live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We're going to have some fun here with the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, joining us from AM 770 CHQR. How you doing, Marcus? Oh, good. Uh, getting ready for the stretch drive in the Canadian Football League. Uh, a lot up in the air, and... Uh... To see how the uh, chips fall. Well, before we do, and I, you heard me say we're going to have a lot of CFL talk with you for the next few segments, but I said to the viewers right off the top, what's your number one overreaction coming out of the weekend? And I kind of sensed that it had to do with Tom Brady, and the viewers are writing in. Robin in Prince Albert says, how long till the Bucks turn their back on Tom Brady? Brady skips out on practice and walkthrough, doesn't travel with the team. Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, Tom Brady is a baby. Had enough of him and Aaron Rodgers. Carlos in Indianapolis says, uh, Tampa Bay, I'm not counting out Tom Brady. The take I heard coming out of week six is that Tom's done. It's over. They lost in Pittsburgh. Is that an overreaction? How many times has he been done? A lot. He's still, he's still, until he retires, Tampa is a force. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, because I'm watching Sportsnet this morning in the gym here, and they're like, does he even finish the year? Yeah. Don't medium, worry about right? him. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Until the uniform's off, don't worry about him. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, and the poll question for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center today. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. What's the best three and three NFC team? Brady's Bucks, the Green Bay Packers, the LA Rams, or the San Francisco 49ers? Who's the best team of the three and three bunch? And I voted for Tampa Bay. So we'll invite viewer participation as we go. But to these stamps. You lost here the other night, 35-32 to Hamilton. I had the great pleasure of listening to you, and you and Greg Peterson, you were just, you were flabbergasted in the last well, minute. Yeah, first of all, it looked like Hamilton had completely blown it with a third down gamble at their own 22. I mean, that's as high risk as it gets, and it blew up in their face. Could have cost them the game, but it didn't. And uh, let's give Hamilton credit. Ran a kickoff back to midfield, threw a Hail Mary pass into triple coverage, and found the end zone. So they found a way to do it. But yeah, I was quite shocked because it looked like Hamilton had uh, completely misplayed the situation, and they ended up winning what a swing though because i stopped to fill up my car with gas my capital vehicle just east of calgary and you guys were talking about the blown decision and by by the tie cats and your color guy pete's like well orlando's gonna have to just you know explain this in the week (laughs) you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah. right like but that was like a classic cfl ending sure was there's a lot of great finishes this week and Maybe, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but maybe it was time for Hamilton to win one or two of those games. They've gassed a lot of games this year. That's why they're 6-10. and ten. Uh, you know, They've made uh, a lot of bad decisions and a lot of bad plays down the stretch. So maybe it was time for things to turn in their favor, but it doesn't excuse the fact that it was just a, uh, you know, a really tough last couple of minutes, but a very exciting last couple of minutes. It was, a, it was really, if you had no rooting interest in the game, it was a fantastic game. And that was kind of me. You yeah. know, I just enjoyed listening to you guys. Now we'll pause this CFL discussion for a moment. I see a lot of NHL friends and fans are checking in in the viewership. Can I, if I may, I'm very excited to go to Calgary, Vegas, Tuesday night here. Flames 2-0. Golden Knights 3-0. and What are your NHL overreactions coming out of, let's say, the opening week of the regular season? Uh, Edmonton's goaltending situation and Toronto's goaltending situation, too. Seems to be panic. and They're, like, heckling the Oilers coming off the ice there. I saw that yeah. video of fans there. So uh, I guess the uh, expectations are really high. Uh, other than that, it's, uh, it's kind of early. They didn't even play on the Sunday. But uh, those, I guess, are two cities where... The bandwagon is pretty big, both for and against the team, and right now they're feeling it on both counts. So. Well, and the reason I say that Allie has checked in from Texarkana, and she's uh, she's obviously she's a Stars fan, Texarkana, Texas, and off the top, you missed the start of the show. I said uh, in Vegas, I talked to a guy in Vegas this morning, and he's like, oh, "Everybody's happy we're three and zero. It was a good good move to fire DeBoer." And I'm like, "Well, he's doing well in Dallas. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's win or you're out in Vegas. If you don't win, you're fired." Yeah. Tough well, way to it's, go you know, to give them credit, but yeah. uh, a lot of pressure there. I mean, how many moves have they made? How much of their future have they mortgaged? See if it works, right? Right. So the beautiful thing about Mark is he can talk about all sports just like us. Now, to Kevin the medium, one of our regular, he's a medium, like a psychic friend of mine. He says, can you ask Mark about the final play? Why did the Stampeders kick the ball back to Hamilton? 
It didn't make any sense to Yeah, me. no, that question's been debated. Why do they put it in the hands of the very dangerous Woods instead of Squibb kicking it down the field? Great question. I guess they just felt that their special teams would rein him in, but he is amazing. He was leading the league in all different categories, missed a few games, but uh, no, great question. And, uh, you know, he brought it out to midfield. He is very fast, very elusive, got the edge, and uh, came down and uh, put them in great position there. I'm going to um, ask some of our viewers just to hang on. They have NFL questions. We're going to push them to next hour. And, by the way, Ron McLean will be with us from Hockey Night in Canada in hour two. Troy's watching in Toronto, and he says, as a Green Bay Packers fan, I'm very nervous. We won't be making the playoffs this year. Should I be nervous, Rod? What's your and Moose's take? Hang on to that one. And there's a lot, been a lot of changes in Green Bay. The good times may be over there. But I'll recap this, because Troy is also a big CFL fan. Coming out of Week 19, Montreal beat Ottawa Friday night, 34-30. We've talked about the Hamilton-Calgary game that same night. And then Saturday, the Argos won in Edmonton, 28-23. Toronto Argonauts, and then the Winnipeg Blue Bombers lost in BC 40-32. We'll close the book on week 19 and look forward to this week 20 in these last two weeks. The first thing you said walking in here, Mark, was about you got the Riders twice in the next two weeks. So what's the focus there? Well, I would say for the Stampeders, first of all, their playoff fate may be decided by the time they hit the field in Regina. That's if BC beats Edmonton on Friday night. That would clinch second for the Lions. I think the Stampeders, regardless of what the standings are, are going to play this one out just like a regular game with no regard to the standings or anything because they they felt that they let one get away on on the weekend and they got to play their best football coming down the stretch. The final game, again, on the assumption that the playoff spots are decided, that I think they might more liberally substitute to rest players for the playoffs. That's been their traditional mode in the past, and that's how I would suggest they would do it again. So... uh, We'll just see, but uh, obviously uh, uh, the first uh, domino to fall will be the BC-Edmonton game on Friday. You know, and I I have to spend a minute on this. Uh, Our largest region for viewership and listeners, not shockingly, is Saskatchewan, where we come from, and then Alberta growing in Florida, obviously, and Nevada. And here's the thing, Mark. I was in Saskatchewan broadcasting the junior game, as I mentioned, in Assiniboia, first game in the new rink there. Well, with their team in their mind, the fans there, out of it, They're looking ahead to next year, and who will coach our team? And will Bo Levi be our quarterback? Let's just start with a coaching situation. What do you see out of Saskatchewan moving forward? Well, I see a team that's gotten away on them. Let's not kid anybody. They've lost their own fate. Uh, Obviously, Craig Dickinson has made some mistakes. Uh, I'm not sure he cracked down on guys hard enough. But the number one issue, it was the number one issue last year, even when they made the playoffs and beat Calgary and went to the West Final last year, the offensive line. Why was that not addressed? It, was no, it wasn't good enough last year. It maybe is worse this year. Who, on whom does that fall? So is this all Craig Dickinson is doing? I don't see it that way. So uh, I think that Craig Dickinson probably is in a lot of trouble. But if he's in trouble, some people above him should be in trouble as well. Because he has taken the team. You know, it's a very good record overall. Well, uh, just spend a minute on that for the, viewer, for the benefit of those Saskatchewan viewers. I think everybody concedes that Craig Dickinson will be gone. I don't think anybody sees this season turning around, and Calgary would love to snuff out the Riders' candle more than anything. Right? Let's be honest. So you fire the coach. That's an easy one. Didn't go the way that you planned, right? The coach is always the fall guy. Mm -hmm. But but when you look at that general manager, a quarter million dollars spent on Duke Williams, who's not injured, that happens, but he's done a lot of dumb things, right? Been fined. Half a million to Cody Fajardo for a guy that... Would you make him the highest-paid Saskatchewan Rough Rider ever on such a small no. No. body of work? Well, that would Probably be a mistake, not. wouldn't it? Yeah, yep. So that's a lot of money that you would think you'd want to invest in your offensive line. Yep. I agree. I, you know, so it, it hasn't worked out, and uh, Fajardo hasn't had a great season, but certainly some of that's on him, but some of it is being chased around and flattened every game. I mean, what are they giving up, like 66 sacks or something like that anyway? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's terrible. Stampeder's given up 15. I think three shy of a franchise record with yeah, two games to yeah. go. So. so there's a lot of things there. And uh, yeah, uh, but, but I understand the coach is probably in the crosshairs more than anybody else. I think the issues though are bigger than that. Like this whole Marino thing. Why was uh, he left the fend for the whole organization? He being Craig days on end. Where was the rest of the organization? You know, cause that was a pretty embarrassing thing. The league basically had to step in and discipline him. Well, yeah. That should have been a team issue first. So I know they said they'll give him another chance. But anyway. No, but it's been one 
blunder like that after another. And believe me, the, my inbox is full of people going, how do you fix the riders? I'm, I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. And it's not my job. But let's just talk about a little fun stuff. And that's the Bo Levi thing. It's not fun for Bo. But I follow him on social media. We're Facebook friends. He's making cryptic messages on his social media. Like, I feel for the guy, you know. And, and on your call-in show the other day, the, some people were going, why isn't Bo starting? You know that's going to happen right after a loss. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> see you that. answer yeah. that? Well, there's, there's no way. The answer is Jake Mayer is the number one quarterback. It's Jake Mayer's team. And much like Jake Mayer didn't go in games unless Bo Levi Mitchell was clearly struggling or clearly unable to pick up what was going on, that's going to be the way it is for uh, uh, Bo Levi Mitchell. He's, he may see the field in the final game of the regular season, but, you know, I, I think it's fairly evident that he will play his last game as a Calgary Stampeder sometime in the next few weeks here, and uh, we'll worry about the offseason. But as a number two, who's better? Nobody in the league right now. Well, isn't Tommy number two? Tommy Stevens or no? Not really, no. He sees the, did Bo touch the field? No. Right. right. But Tommy Stevens is a short yardage quarterback. That's why. Because he's, he's such a huge guy. He's almost 6'6", about 250. That's why he takes the short yardage plays. Because mm. so, he's still eight touchdowns. So. Well, I understand as the radio rights holder that you are, you can't really talk a lot about this. But you also have been around this business long enough to know, let's just say this is the NFL. If Aaron Rodgers got sat down in week seven for Jordan Love, it is all anybody would talk about mm-hmm. nationally for the rest of the year. Why is it so quiet here? Because they handle it right. They didn't let Bo Levi Mitchell twist in the wind. Dangle out there. They went there, sat down both guys, talked to him, told him what's going on. Let's give Bo Levi Mitchell a lot of credit, too. And I have. It's, yeah. He could have made this a big mess, but he didn't. They talked to both guys, told him what was going on. So I credit management. They handled it. They got ahead of it. They knew they were going to have to do something, and uh, they handled it right, and considering the credibility of the people that made the decision, that's why it didn't become an issue. Either. Huff and date. If they say, if they did, let me put it this way: they made their decision to switch quarterbacks. Okay, that's great. But if John Huffnagel would have walked into the meeting room they have there, pounded his fist on the table, and said, "We just signed Bo Levi Mitchell to a five-year deal," I would have said that's the right call. You're, yeah, right. You would, you're okay with that, and that's you explained it very well. But going no. into the year, yep. did you see this coming? Nope. I didn't see it coming so at what all. What changed? Yeah, it is quite a change. What changed? Yeah. No, what changed? Oh, what changed? Well, Bo Levi Mitchell was wasn't productive. I mean, the Stampeders have had good offensive totals, points totals, but a lot of that has come by uh, uh, return touchdowns, and a lot of it's come by a great field goal kicking season from Rene Paredes. Uh, he just wasn't on the same page as receivers. They weren't on the same page as him. Uh, he was hurrying his throws. It was just uncharacteristically unproductive. And, you know, I guess they came to the conclusion that uh, they gave him time to turn it around, and it didn't. Uh, there's an expiring contract. I mean, this discussion they, was going to have to happen, whether it was in August when it did happen, or in January. So get ahead of it. And they did. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it is heartbreaking seeing Bo on the sideline. Oh, totally. I think a lot of people feel that oh, way. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Ted Blue is in Red Deer, who is a Ryder fan, says Bo ain't going to have any fun behind that Ryder O-line. And as I said last week, the Ryder's magic number is two, as in fire the president and GM. Ryan in Toronto says, where will Bo land? We have less than a minute. If you're saying his last game is the Stamps, yeah, I clearly don't think he's retiring. I'm not prepared to say that. <laughs> well, I don't think he wants to leave Calgary. Is the That's center. my point. Yeah. That's my point. I'm not prepared... To say that he'll play next year. I, probably he will. But I'm not going to rule out the fact he might just say this is it. And, you know, he's got uh, really well settled here. He did really well on the TSN panel at the Grey Cup next year. Uh, he might not play. Might not. I would, I'm more inclined to say he does play, but uh, don't rule the retirement option out. So, just like I'd hoped, NFL, NHL, CFL, leftovers, overreaction Monday. That's what we want today, and we thank Mark for joining us. Uh, he's with us for a while here in Hour 1. Ron McLean in Hour 2. We're at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, and we'll be right back. You are watching on Game Plus Television. It's available on Telesoptic TV all across Alberta and B.C., of course, Channel 924. We're live streaming on YouTube and now on the radio on your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. We're back live at Graybill Resort and Casino and just ahead of bringing on Mark Stephen again, the voice of the Stampeders. A sports update on this Monday. From the dub, the Lethbridge Hurricanes spotted the Regina Pats a 3-0 lead Sunday in the Brand Center. Stormed back and beat Regina 4-3 in a four-round shootout. That was one of three games in Saskatoon. Brandon Lazowski scored twice. Charlie Wright added two assists. And the Saskatoon Blaze beat the visiting Calgary Hitman 4-2. And in Everett, Washington, Jackson Berezowski had a natural hat trick. Ryan Hofer scored twice. And the Everett Silvertips crushed the visiting Spokane Chiefs 7-3 at Angels of the Winds Arena. And stating that Canada had mixed results, on Sunday at the 2022 World Mixed Curling Championship in Aberdeen, Scotland, wouldn't just be alluding to the team's lineup. A busy two-game day for Canada would yield a split in the win-loss column for the Canadian foursome, skipped by Jean-Michel Menard. They fell to Finland 5-3, uh, and they beat Denmark by a score of 8-1. So their record stands at 1-1. One one. This sports update for Edo, Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high quality ingredients all right mark steven with us the voice of the stampeders we appreciate the time and back to i said we're turn, we're not even looking back at week 19 in the cfl i don't usually turn ahead this early in the week but can you explain to the viewers mark what lays ahead in the west division landscape here well in the last two weeks last two weeks uh all that's being played for is who has home field in the west semifinal uh, because winnipeg's clinched the spot uh, can the BC Lions finish second? It's more likely they will. Their magic number is one. If they win on Friday or Calgary loses in Saskatchewan, they host the West semifinal second uh, in the West. The teams can finish tied in the standings, but BC has the tiebreaker by virtue of winning two of three. The Stampeders can finish second if they win both their remaining games against Saskatchewan and BC loses their remaining games. They're both on the road in Edmonton and in Winnipeg. Is that going to happen? I don't know. The odds I would suggest are against that. I'm more inclined. I would say it's probably about 90% that the West semifinal is going to be played in BC. So. That's the situation with the top three teams. Saskatchewan kind of alive by a thread for the crossover, but since the Stampeders aren't going to play them except in the Great Cup, whatever happens, happens. Yes. Uh, by the way, I just opened the text line, 902-518-33. It's full. So be patient. I'll get to as many as of your messages as I may. But it's been a while since I've been the voice exclusively of a team. Tell me, do the Stamps get upset when they look over at Winnipeg and see them sitting Zach Caleros in a big weekend like this, and then they lose? Yeah. Or the Bombers uh, sitting Zach, and they lose in BC in a very critical game? Well, they were asked that, and uh, yeah. publicly they said, no, I mean, let's lay it on the line. Winnipeg's earned that right, right? And, and I understand it changed the competitive balance of the game. Stampeders have been in that situation an awful lot, too, so it'll be hard for them to throw a lot of darts out, too. So uh, it is. Winnipeg's found a way to get there. The Stampeders would have found a way in some really good games to beat Winnipeg. Not that anybody else has, but uh, they would have put themselves in that situation. But, yeah, it's a little disappointing. But, you know, the Stampeders have also played some lineups that aren't, uh, weren't 100% at when they've been in Winnipeg's situation as well. Just from the viewers, Sean in Vancouver is watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, Hey, Rod, I wore my RP Show shirt to the Lions-Bombers game and got so many compliments. When asked where I got it, you better believe I directed them to your store. The Bombers fans definitely recognized your name. Have a good week. Thank you, Sean. That's very nice of you. 
From Dougal Cameron in Calgary, does Mark think Bo sees the field at our last home game this year? It would give the fans a chance to show him our appreciation. Bingo. I think he will, and I think and I hope when he hits the field that the stadium erupts. There's a raucous ovation of what is very likely his last appearance at home and uh, give a chance to do what is almost certainly a send-off to one of the greatest Stampeders ever. I hope that scenario unfolds and he gets considerable playing time in that final game. We'll wait and see. Uh, it's a couple weeks away, but that is my fondest hope that the fans get a chance. Because so often you don't get a chance to salute uh, some greats like Nick Lewis just left. He was a you know, free agent. He went to, I mean, you didn't know it was going to be his last game. Uh, Henry Burris was traded in the offseason. Uh, people like that that have been iconic, uh, great figures. Uh, you know, Jawan Simpson, a linebacker that played here many years. He's, they let him go and uh, not a chance to say farewell. So I hope there is a big opportunity to give him an emotional farewell, One, he tr- if it is indeed a farewell, but uh, he truly deserves it. Isn't this, as you say that, it's unbelievable. And re- I mean, I brought up the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. There's a similarity there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers kind of pushed out Brett Favre. Uh, yep. Bo Levi was ready, which made Hank expendable. Yep. And Kevin it, Glenn it, and everybody, yeah. Right, it, yeah. it happens. It happens. It's uh, everybody's turn. I don't want to minimize it because it's uh, highly disruptive to somebody like Bo Levi Mitchell who's been nothing but a good teammate and uh, a strong uh, player for 10 years. But uh, this, this is just the cold reality. To the other sports going on, Kevin in St. Albert, big sports fan. He's a junior hockey fan like me. He says, good morning. I sat through the marathon on Saturday. He's talking about the one nothing 18-inning game. He said, it's too bad the Mariners could not have scored a run, even though there was no offense. The pitching was something else. To last through that, the fans deserve a medal. From Kevin in St. Albert. And I would be interested in your take on that. Serena and I were talking about that because we watched the Tampa Cleveland game that I think went 15 or 16 one nothing game and I thought I would have I said to her I would have left and she's like you can't she said you can't leave could end at any time is that exciting to you to me it's not that exciting after a, after about 13 innings it starts to become a bit of a, a chore to watch I guess right for that exact reason you don't know which play is going to be what uh, you know a 12 or 13 inning game I get into but uh, yeah I'd have a hard time unless I was a diehard of one of the two teams really sticking with it top to bottom but uh, Pretty amazing, though, to play six and a half hours like they did, 18 innings. So, Do the Mariners have a following in this town because of the old Canada? Yeah, they do. I, I yeah. think they're well-recognized. And I think a lot of people uh, do go to Mariner games because uh, it's the closest Major League franchise. So uh, I would say the Blue Jays remain number one. But I, I, I do think that, you know, I don't say it's a lot, but uh, I was just out last night, for instance, saw somebody wearing a Mariner's jersey at a, at a minor hockey game. so uh, But I, I know people do it. And yes, a lot of it was forged by the uh, longtime association the, the then AAA Cannons had with uh, Seattle. We have 90 seconds here, but I'm interested in this. I, I didn't get to Calgary in time to go to the Wranglers home opener Sunday. I would have liked to at the Saddledome. How clearly they are fitting all these hockey teams into the Saddledome, but I don't know how. Must be a game every night. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it gets really wild there. I mean, the, yeah. a staffer told me that Saturday they didn't have any games, and that was going to be the first time in a long time. Some of them are being, you know, uh, the junior games are being moved to the arena here. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And how do you fit all those teams in practicing, too? Never mind the games. That's tough enough. But they all got to practice. When's the ice? And uh, what happens when there's a couple games back-to-back? Uh, teams want pregame skates. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm also worried about the ice. Yeah. How much can it take? Day after day, team after team. So, good for them. We'll good find luck. out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Clearly, they're not concerned. They, no, good luck. Gonna, but uh, yeah. it's a lot, but so be it. We'll uh, see how it goes. And uh, obviously, uh, nice to have the AHL team right near the NHL. Uh, like I say, I think it is a good problem to have. One more segment with Mark Stephen. We'll be right back to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. Your number one destination for live sports is the Stage Bar. We're on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Also does the Lay back and show. kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. We have the voice of the Calgary Stampeders with us, Mark Stephen. And men, this goes. This is going faster than ever, hasn't it, Mark? Good, right? Yes, that's, that's, what, you want. that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta says, "Welcome home, Rod. Where else do you get to watch two sports media icons on the same program? RP show only. Where's the second? We got Mark here." But thank you, Jack. I appreciate you saying that. Um, it is an exciting time. How do you fall on this? This is the best time of the sports year calendar. Because I still think it's the spring and Stanley Cup playoffs, but that's me. Yeah, it's tough. Both are yeah. good. Uh, I guess I probably uh, prefer this time because football, CFL playoffs are in such gear. Baseball playoffs are underway. The excitement of the start of the hockey season. I have no idea how the season's going to go, but it sure is exciting at the start with all the different teams and leagues starting up. So I guess I probably go here. You're a basketball fan, and I am. Uh, the NBA's underway. Is that right? Next you weekend. are. I've never heard yeah. you talk about the NBA. Never been asked either. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> you know, I watch a lot of it. Uh, I've actually already seen an NBA game this year, but anyway, so. There you oh, go. up in Edmonton? Phoenix. Oh, how yeah. was that? Good. Enjoyed it. So, preseason game, yeah. Tell me you hooked up with Jack Newman down there. No, not, not in Phoenix, no. Not this time. Okay. No, no. Um, I'd still be there otherwise. Well, hey, we do have people asking for. Raptors talk, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. There's a lot of other things going on, but you tell me if the Raptors have a shot at something this year. I think they're good enough if everything goes right. I I could see them making the conference finals. Uh, They've been upset or two along the way, but I I don't think it's out of the question. Uh, There's some good teams in the East, Milwaukee and Boston, that, but I don't see any reason why the Raptors couldn't be right there. I think they're uh, a good team. Are they a great team? Not going to go there, but I think they're pretty good, yeah. Well, you know, while I have you here, and only a couple minutes left, now that you say that, so I've been spending, what was it, six months in South Florida. I'll be going back there in a month. All they talk about on the radio is the Dolphins, which is not surprising, right? They don't even talk about the Heat, and they have an NBA team there. But with the concussion situation with Tua, how did you feel about Taylor Cornelius being pulled out of the Edmonton game Saturday by the concussion spotters, and his backup throws a pick that leads yeah. to the game-winning touchdown? How do you feel about player safety in the CFL? Compared to the NFL. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, nervous people after the thing you mentioned about the Dolphins quarterback there. So I guess you got an error on the side of caution. People get mad at some of the roughing the passer penalties that look a little marginal, but they're going to protect the quarterbacks at all possible costs. So uh, it didn't particularly bother me, no. Me? Well, how could you complain about that? Yeah. How could anybody complain about that other than maybe Chris Jones? Yeah. Because there's a whole separate show, by the way. Give her. You got time. Chris Jones. Yeah. What do you got? You know him well. Well, like 0 and 8 at home. They're losing by his. Uh, well, first, I'm, no, I don't think he's going anywhere. Of course not. So, he's no. got a four year contract. Yeah. Signed a four year contract. But uh, <laughs> I'm disturbed by what I see there. I really am. Uh, they're not just losing, they're losing by historic margins in that. So. They and have they been, but go. this week they didn't. They lost by five, and they yeah. had the lead all game. Yeah, okay, that's that's an exception to a lot of games. They've been bombed in a lot of games, but I'm just disturbed that they, uh, you know, they're just they're just they're out of it. They're really out of it. They're not, you know. So we'll see where it goes. Maybe the, the great plan is going to come together, but it better in a hurry. Because well, I'm disturbed by what I see. Great waves of empty seats in Edmonton. There's a lot of empty seats in the league. I get it, but it seems more pronounced in Edmonton. Well, it is a separate show. Yeah. You want to stick around for another hour? I mean, obviously, Chris Jones has been really good to me, and I support Chris Jones. Oh, I don't mind Chris. I don't mind. Yeah. I just don't understand what he's doing. Would you ever? We'll never understand what he's doing. That's his MO. But yeah. the thing is, Mark, when he left Edmonton after 2015, they'd won the Grey Cup. The stadium was full. They'd just beaten you guys in the West Final. That was their last home game. He leaves. Goes to Sask. Goes to the NFL. Goes to high school. Comes back. And the organization's been completely obliterated. Yep. How can we put on him having to rebuild it? Well, I'll flip it the other way. He took over a four and fourteen team, or whatever they were, three and eleven. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are they better? I, I wouldn't have done it the way he's done it, and clearly you wouldn't have done it the way he's done it. But hey, listen, you're not alone. Everybody's saying that they're really bad. Sure. And some are saying that Jones has lost it, and he's. You know, his style doesn't work with today's player. And I, I've put that to some football people. And if you're a Jones fan, you defend him. If you're a Jones yep, hater, you don't. Right? Last minute of play in hour one. But, again, they're not firing him. I mean, it's... Oh, not in the slightest. 
he'll get a chance to redeem himself and turn it around. But it, it's clear that, uh, you know, uh, they're just not competitive. Jeff Gordon, viewer on YouTube, says you got to remember that Chris Jones comes in for year one and had to rebuild a mess already. You know, it didn't. I don't think he thought he had a quarterback, but now he thinks he does because he signed and this that's guy. Good. To, I'm yeah. glad to see they've put their stake in the ground with somebody. I don't know if Taylor Cornelius is going to make them forget about Ricky Ray or Mike Roddy or anything, but give it a shot. Don't just, you know, give it a shot. Let him go home in the offseason, work with it, know that he's got a shot to be number one, and uh, maybe it will work out, and I hope it does. Mark, this has been awesome. You have an open invite. Thanks for coming down, man, and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Ron McLean and Darren DuPont, an hour or two from Great Eagle after this timeout on Game Plus and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.